Hello, my name is Jarrett Posey, and sitting next to me is the man that we all know, we all love. His name is John Holland Johnson, and he is a chapstick connoisseur. Welcome to Bibles in Bigfoot. This morning, uh, I hope we find you well. Hope everybody's nice and healthy, you know, in this new COVID era that we're living in. Yeah. And uh, I think today we wanted to, uh, what, what were we wanting to start out with this morning? Okay, so Jared, let me, let me put you in the, in the eyes that I had this morning, right? Mm-hmm. So um, for all the listeners out there, usually I'm late to the podcast meeting. Like Jared's here, he's sitting down, and he's like waiting. He gets up, and then we both go to this room together. But this morning, I pulled a fast one on him, and I was actually early. Yep. And I was waiting on him. And then um, Jared comes in with a bag of apples. I did. I did come in with only three apples left in the bag, though. Yeah, so how many how many apples were in that bag? Uh, I don't know the exact number, uh, but it's a three-pound bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I believe you mentioned when I asked you this morning, you said um, you eat about like three pounds of apples uh, a week. Yeah, ever since I've uh, been back over here. So, you know, what, first, second week of January, I've been eating about three pounds of apples every week. <laughs> and so he, 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 came, he comes up to me and he says, and he like hands me an apple and he's like, here, you can have an apple. And uh, to be honest, guys, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of apples, uh, but but I have one here today. Now now tell me why is this? What type of apple is this again, Jared? Uh, so this is like a I believe it's pronounced Gala apple. So it's G A L A, and uh, it's it's a softer apple. It's still got some crunch to it, but it's very high up on the sweetness scale. Okay. See, now l- let me explain to you the reason I um personally do not like apples as much mm-hmm. um it's because like i feel like whenever i bite it like it, it's like really good like oh i get all the juices and stuff you know it's like yeah. it's like i'm eating apple juice right and i love apple juice but then as soon as like all the juice is gone you're just kind of eating like paper mush you know you're like oh wow this is good you know yeah and it's like it's, it's a process you know but I, i'm going to trust your opinion and um I'm going to eat this apple, and you guys are going to listen to me eat this apple. I was fixing to say, have you ever tried swallowing before it turns to complete mush? Yeah, man. I, I just, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe I'll try the, try that technique out. But yeah. um, do you ever do you do the thing where you twist the stem to see who you're going to marry? No. You don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I think I've seen people do it, but I didn't really pay attention to what they were doing. So like. I, I, my, in my high school, at least, um, when the cafeteria gave us apples, we would go and um, no one would actually eat the apples. Mm-hmm. But we would always like, because we had to get like a fruit, you know? Right. So everyone would always get the apple because, you know, uh, you might not eat a fruit, but at least you get to twist the stem off to see who you're right. going to marry, right? So you go and you grab the stem and you just twist your apple like, like this. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. Okay, so that means the person I will marry, her first name starts with a J. 
So if you're out there listening and your first name starts with a J, <laughs> please come and find me. We, we would be willing to sponsor. <laughs> but all right, let's let's get right into this. I, I've, you know, I've I've done my process. I've done my thinking. I'm I'm gonna eat this. Okay. All right. He's got the nice mm. chewing going on. He's got a puzzled look on his face. He's still thinking. Right. He's processing. I tried what you said and I swallowed mm-hmm. it before it turned into bush. Yeah. That's the move, man. Yeah. That's what that's what you had to do, man. I was always so worried because, you know, like the skin, you know, yeah. it doesn't like but this is a good apple, man. Oh yeah. I wouldn't lead you astray. Mm. Look, you you know from uh from last week, like I, I know my fruits, dog. So like uh the reason I, I get the gala apples is uh it, there there's a story behind it. Okay. So when I played uh football back at Thorsby High School, um if we won a game, like on Friday night, Monday during practice, we would actually uh, go under the shade tree and eat apples. They would go, the, one of the coaches would go and buy the, the apples from the store. They would take them and they'd take some of the extra water coolers that we didn't necessarily need for practice, but we'd bring them for a game. So they, they would take them. And they they'd cover them in ice all day. The apples? Yes. So like you would cover the apples in the ice in in the water coolers, and it, and they'd just be sitting in the ice all day long, right? And you get out there and you'd be running. You'd start getting hot and sweaty and everything. And then you know at the end of practice, you just see you just see them carrying the water coolers out to the to the little shade the shade tree that we had over our practice field and we'd all just start tearing into them and I'm telling you there's something about like being that hot and uncomfortable and then you bite into that ice cold apple it changes you a little bit I'll just be honest yeah you know I'm I'm sitting here I'm not hot or uncomfortable but I really like this like I feel like I could you know be sitting out in my backyard in like a mm-hmm. hammock like the shade just like right over me yeah and then like eating this apple it's really good have you have you ever bobbed for apples i think so it's been a long time did, did you like bobbing like a barrel or no i think it was like a big big bucket you know it wouldn't it wouldn't like a traditional barrel i've um i like love bobbing for apples okay but until this point, you haven't really liked apples. No, no, no. I, I never really liked apples. I just like like the activity of just like dunking my head mm. in water and using my teeth to just like bite into an apple and then like spit it right out because you know I don't like apples that much. Yeah, but um, I know it's it's like I feel like bobbing bobbing for apples is like becoming less of a pastime nowadays. You know, people don't go out and bob for apples anymore at the at the shindigs or the parties. You know, I, I don't feel like it was ever too big of a thing, 
but uh, definitely at like a county fair, rodeo, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, trunk or treats at churches and stuff for some reason. That seems to be <laughs> yeah, a popular yeah, place yeah. for it, and I don't know why. But I know um because before I came to state, I would always go and like I, I never bought for apples before I came here, mm-hmm. right? And I, I joined a fraternity, you know, uh, BYX, a Christian fraternity. Um, you can sponsor us if you would like. <laughs> but we had this thing called, like, um, pledge task, right? So they go and they're like, oh, man, um, if you want, like, my signature, um, I'll sign your book. All you have to do is just, like, read Romans 8, you know, mm-hmm. or and, like, tell me what you think about it. And so, um, and there would be funny ones, too, right? Oh, man, you have to, like wear a shirt that says give me money for a day and see if you get any money yeah and so i gave this one guy because i was i was telling him how i've always wanted to bob for apples and um he was telling me he was like yeah Holland, i just really want a funny pledge task like all these other guys are making me read the bible you know i want to do something fun <laughs> right. I, you know i sat down and i was like all right okay let, let's let's go let's get this done then uh, this this guy's name is uh, Kobe Bell, by the way. Mm-hmm. So he, um, I didn't tell him what we were doing, right? He, I just made him get in my car, and we went to Walmart, and I get like a bag of apples, mm-hmm. and then um, I fill up my bathtub because I didn't I didn't have a barrel or yeah. a thing, so I fill up my bathtub with water. Um, I did not clean it, so it was kind of like gross, and then I dumped like three pounds of apples into the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And me and him about about as much as I eat in a week. Yeah, about about like a Jarrett Posey's week worth of nutrition into that bathtub. Yeah. And I said, All right, I will sign your book if you bob more apples than me. And so we both took our shirts off and then we went at it. Mm-hmm. You know. And that man is a machine <laughs> at bobbing apples. Yeah. Like it, it took him like no time at all. He like he was like doing jaw exercises before like we went in there. What the crap? And like I'm telling you, man. Um, I think we had in total in there about like 15 apples in all, right? He bobbed nine of them, and I, I just sat back in awe. I was like, wow, you you in under a minute too, mm-hmm. you know? I was like, all right, man, you win this, and I, I signed his book, you know? Yeah. I freaking freaking love that guy. You sure he's not part vacuum cleaner? Or maybe, maybe he is, or maybe he's part like, uh, like donkey. You know, because oh, do- donkeys eat apples, right? I mean, just about anything would eat an apple. I feel like. I mean, I'm talking about like you know, like what's known for like chomping down on stuff. You know, like what? Animal? I mean, horses like apples, to my knowledge. You know that, which I guess a, a donkey would too. I mean, they're fairly similar in in taste and what they eat i just i know whenever i think of like a donkey i think of like the teeth yeah. you know and they go in there and like i don't know in cartoons they make donkeys like always like have like these teeth that they can like move on their own mm-hmm. you know you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah what, what, were, what were you even talking about man i'm talking about the apples oh yeah man <laughs> but no this is this is a good apple i, I love this apple all right hmm Man, so another thing Jared mm-hmm. brought in when he walked in was he brought in this um a little case. Yeah. Yep, got it right here. 
It's my uh, SD card holder. It can hold 12. 12 SD cards. Yep. And I've only got three, but... He was telling me about um, how he would put it, like, he could put it in his belt loop if he wanted to. Yeah, like, I, I could hook it onto, like, my, my key ring or something like that. Uh, that's mostly because, like, I, I actually know people who get really into photography or they take a lot of video, and so they'll always have a camera with them and stuff like that. And they will 100% carry around a case that big or bigger, like with them wherever they go, just so they can have a place to record stuff, so they can have, uh, you know, somewhere to store all the pictures they're going to take. Let's talk about that for a second, man. Mm -hmm. Photography. Yeah. So I don't know about you and your high school back home. But I know everyone in my high school once had a dream. I felt like everyone once had a dream to become a professional photographer. Oh. Like they make the Instagram page and they're like, DM me if you're interested. Yeah, there there's several people that that do that, yeah. I know. Um, did you did you ever do that, Jared? Or ever no, thought about it? Not really. Cause um I started a photography business okay. at one point. I even I even had like business cards mm-hmm. that I would hand out to people. I was on Craigslist, which <laughs> dude never never go on Craigslist for <laughs> photography. Right. I got All I right. was like ah oh, cheap photography, and I got this one guy. He was like ah oh, man, it's Valentine's Day, and I want to take some pictures for my wife. And I said, hey man, I'm in high school. I don't want to really take pictures for Valentine's Day. And he said, oh. And then he never responded. Huh. But I took senior portraits all the time. Yeah, yeah. And senior portraits were, <laughs> um, they were they were really good. I was really good at that. And I, it just seems to me that every single person, like, does it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know two or three different people that have, like, Instagram accounts that I follow that, you know, they'll just go and they'll take uh you know, different pictures of stuff they just see as they're going along and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, they always go and they say, oh, yeah, this is going to be my career. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like, it's also everyone else's career. <laughs> you know, like, I've never hired a photographer. Yeah. I don't think. Have you Have you ever hired a photographer? No, because I've always known somebody who's had a camera that's yeah. just done it for me. Yeah, or you could do it yourself, man. You yeah. know, like it's not that hard. You just push the button, and then you can, you know, even go on Google Photos and edit it just as good as other people. Not okay. There are obviously professional photographers out there. I know because my cousin is one for like weddings and stuff. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he's like the real OG. Hashtag hire Wiley Smith if you need a wedding photographer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just. I never understood the fact that like so like let's let's imagine this, Jared. So you you are um like a seventeen year old high school girl. Okay. And you go and all your friends around you are starting their own photography page. Right. You know, and this isn't like, oh man, just post pretty pictures. It's all it's also because of that, but also to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. Now Jared, you as a seventeen-year-old high school girl, 
What is your thought process now? I mean, I'm thinking like totally I'm going to go out and I'm going to go find me a Canon camera. Yeah. And uh, I'm, it, it has to at least run 1580p. Now, do you know what that means? Yes, that is the pixels that uh, are HD categorized. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'm I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna find me a good SD card for my amazing camera that I'm gonna buy, with my like twenty bucks that I have in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'm going to start me an uh, Instagram account that is called Isabel's Wonderful Pictures. Now, now, Isabel, how much are you gonna uh, charge people for your pictures? Um, I'm thinking $5 per picture. Per picture. Okay. Yep. That's good. That's good. Now that seems like a great business plan. Okay. Seems like it's going to really get you <laughs> far in life, but it, it just really never, you know, it, like it clicked with me when I started like a, my quote unquote photography yeah. business, you know, like I, I still made some money off of it. Right. I right. took like senior portraits and, um, I took my own senior portraits and I also mm -hmm. got to learn how to use a camera through that. You yeah. Know? But I never had the idea of like, oh, man, I actually want to make like money from this, you know. But everyone else, I feel like they have the goal like, oh, man, like I want this to be my career. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <clears throat> by the way, like t it's like, what is it? 1080p by. I can't I can't remember the other one, but it, it 1080p is just like the, the number of pixels that are going across the screen. And then the other, uh, the other number is the count of pixels that are going down the screen. The more pixels you have, the more high quality the picture is. Just wanted to clarify that okay. I do know what it is. Because I like when you, <laughs> when you're saying when you're Isabel and you're saying what that was, I yeah. I was like, is that actually what that is? Because I I don't know. What yeah, that no, is. no, yeah, that's what it is. Like, uh, 4K is referring to the number of pixels that are on the screen. Still enjoying that Apple, I see. I am, man. <laughs> so, ma'am, let's talk about this. How did you get here at Mississippi State, out of all places? Well, I'll be honest with you. It wasn't really a straightforward thing for me. Like, I knew a lot of, I know a lot of people that go to Auburn. I knew a lot of people that were planning on going to Auburn. Um, I was actually accepted at Auburn and at Mississippi State. So it, it was really kind of my choice. Uh, but I really started to fall in love with it here at Mississippi State. I started really feeling like this is where he wanted me to go. And I'll be honest, I kind of wanted to get away from everybody. Not that I wanted to like completely recreate myself or anything. It was just I wanted to meet new people. I didn't want to fall into like an old friend group or something that would end up over at Auburn. I wanted to I wanted to start fresh. I wanted to meet new people, make new connections, and that's what I did. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a, a fun time, man. Now what um what was your like major first coming to state? My major hasn't changed. I've been agricultural communications all the way through. Technically it's uh A E L C 
it's ag education, leadership, and communications, but my concentration is the communications. Okay. So what do you um, what do you think like God has planned for you through that? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I fell in love with agriculture and the FFA back in seventh grade. Uh, throughout high school, me and uh, some very good friends of mine, some of them that are actually here now, um, we, we racked up... I was on five state championship teams <laughs> in agricultural uh, competitions, I guess you'd call them. Uh, in the FFA, I want to think it was four, uh, and then in 4-H, there was one. Uh, we competed at the national level for all five of those. Um, the best we did, the best team that I was on was on poultry. We got fourth in the nation as a team. I think I was 25th individual. Okay. And then the best I ranked as an individual was uh, environmental science. I was actually ranked sixth in the nation. <laughs> well, gosh darn, man. So, uh, you know, I, I fell in love with it, and he's given me this ability to, like, understand it and enjoy it. So I know he's going to do something with it. And I also know that I've been called into ministry, so that's where the communication side comes into play. So I just kind of thought it was a mix of the two. Yeah, yeah. So what what brought you here, Mr. John Johnson? <laughs> well, uh, it, it's a fun it's a funny story actually. Um, I was I was called into the ministry very specifically. Mm-hmm. But before I was called into the ministry, I was trying to figure out um, where exactly to go into college. You know, I, I was really praying about it, and I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, man, I don't really know what I want to do. And then um, that's when he called me into ministry, telling me what to do. He was yep. like, oh, you don't know what to do. I'll give you something to do, you know. <laughs> and so then um, right after that, I started praying again. I was like, all right, well, this is what you wanted me to do. Like, what kind of seminary would you like me to go to? Uh, do I need to go to seminary? Probably not. You probably just want me to work at a church right now. Like, what do you want me to do? And I, I feel you on that. I, I was, I was like, man, shouldn't I be in a seminary? And God yeah. said, no, you need to go state. Yeah. Yeah. And he made it very clear. He was like, oh, you're going to go to Mississippi state. And it wasn't like, I knew it like it existed. You know, because mm-hmm. I'm live in Mississippi. Like, I mean, there's not much here to know that what what's here. You know, it exists. You know? Right. And I, but I wasn't planning on going to state at all, like at all. Um, I was actually planning on going to Mississippi College, which is like a little small college, private college down here. Yeah. And um, very a lot of people going into ministry go to Mississippi College, and it, it's a great college. And I started praying about it, and he told me that um, I needed to go there and that he would make it very obvious that I needed mm-hmm. to go there. So I said, okay, God, all right, you're all powerful. And then I get a phone call that night at uh, about 10.30. Yeah. And it was this girl. like, And I remember specifically, I was like in my bed and the phone was like buzzing right next to me, woke me up. And I was like, I don't want to answer this, you know, because mm-hmm. I was sleeping, you know. And then I thought, I was like, what if this is like someone, like, what if this is someone who wants to hear about Jesus? You know, what if this, like, what if this is like Jesus related? I got to answer this. Yeah. Didn't even know who the phone number was. So I answer it. I said, hello, uh, what, what's going on? 
and there was this lady, and she said, hey, my name's uh, so-and-so. I'm from uh, this organization, and we wanted to interview you for a scholarship in, like, downtown Jackson. And I said, huh, sure. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I show I'll up. take that free college money. Yeah, that free college money. The only sketchy thing was it was from an unknown number at 1030 at night, and yeah. she told me to go to downtown Jackson <laughs> out of all places. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm either, like, this is either, like, the most, like, God thing there is, or this is, like, I'm about to get uh, robbed. Yeah, yeah, you're about to get mugged. So I, I put on my nice suit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and about a week after that, I go to this place, and, um... It's like a station out in Jackson for like some Mississippi like engineering students they mm-hmm. go to and they do like some uh, small like vocational stuff there. And I walked into the building and I went upstairs and they set me around this long like table. You know, you know, in like the movies how you have like the boardroom meeting tables, yeah. right? And they're like super intimidating. Um, that's what it was. And they're like, you're going to sit at the head because we're all – and, like, I thought it was just going to be one person. Yeah. No, no, no. No, was, you got a whole board. I got, like, a literally – it literally it was, like, about ten people there. Yeah. And they all are like, all right, Holland. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, shaking. And they said, Holland, what is your favorite superhero? <laughs> and, like, then I really start sweating because yeah. I do not – like, I love Green Lantern. Green yeah. Lantern. Favorite superhero of all time. Okay. But whenever anyone thinks of Green Lantern, they think of that dumb Ryan Reynolds movie, right? <laughs> but you I know, haven't seen that movie, but sure. I'll I take would, your word for I it. Was, I was kind of little when it came out, so all my memory of the Ryan Reynolds movie was it was good. I haven't watched it since then, and I'm not planning on because mm-hmm. it would ruin my like fascination for that movie. Right. But Green Lantern has always been my favorite superhero since then. And they went and they asked me a bunch of questions. They even asked me, they said, Holland, why do you deserve this scholarship? Like, why should we give this to you? Yeah. And I told them not to. <laughs> All right. I said, I said, well, to be, to be frankly honest with you, you know, um, I do not deserve this scholarship. I'm the person that you should not give this to because um, I'm like worthless. You know, I don't deserve this at all. I haven't done anything. I don't have a plan. But I do promise that uh, whatever you do give me, I will be so grateful for it, and I will use it to the best of my ability. So and they're trying to reverse psychology, them. No, no, not not at all. I was just being honest. That was, that was a complete honest answer. You know, I didn't have a plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, know what I was going to do. But whatever I got, I would, I would use it. You know, right. And so, a week later, they call me. And they're like, all right, Holland, um, we need you to, uh, we're going to give you a scholarship. Uh, we need you to come to, like, the Heinz um, area, this Heinz building, mm-hmm. where, like, my graduation was also done. And they're like, we're going to do, like, a little ceremony. It's called a cowbell, like, cowbell whatever, something like mm-hmm. that. And so I went there, and they're like, yeah, Holland, we're going to give you um, – it shows us that to pay for the rest of your freshman year, uh, you only need four grand. So we're just going to give you four grand, which was actually the the highest thing you could have gotten for that year from yeah. what they're offering. And I was like, huh, that's pretty cool. And then I went up on stage. I got to shake um, Mark, President Mark Keenum's hand. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, he's here too. This is a big thing. Yeah. 
And then I got like a poster signed by every single football player and the coaches. Too bad it wasn't. Um, it was that other guy. What was what was that guy's name? Before freshman year. Yes. Was that Moorhead? Yeah, it was a little Moorhead. <clears throat> I got I got his signature. But no one likes him. Poor Moorhead. Well, you got you got Moorhead signature. I guess you got Kylan Hill's signature, right? Kylan Hill, Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, I I, I don't know who they were, but I got them. <laughs> I have no idea who these people are. Yeah, I, but they're. I was like, I, I do. <laughs> it, it's. I don't even know where the poster is now. I think it's in my closet. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, not only that, not only that, but the day after, um, I received that phone call. Mm-hmm. I received another phone call from a really good buddy of mine, Jacob Walters, and he said, "Hey, Holland, I know." Um, you're probably going to go Mississippi College or something like that, but mm-hmm. I want you should come to stay with me and live with me in the dorm. I was like, all right, sure. <laughs> uh, you just roll him with everything, huh? No, no, it's just on and on and on. Okay. And then all my federal aid came in and um, paid for like my college, so I could afford coming here. Yeah, and it was it was just crazy. So I was like, all right, God, well that, that was easy, and that's how I ended up here. And now I'm studying accounting. Mm-hmm. I was doing business admin because right. a lot of the youth pastors, you know, you'd be like, oh, you went to college. What'd you learn? Business admin, you know. Or communication. Or communications, yep. you know. And um, <laughs> I learned accounting. I learned I learned accounting. So I started Would you like me to tell you about Jesus while I follow your taxes? While I'll file your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I went in and I took this one accounting class. And second most filled class in the university, mm-hmm. financial accounting. And I never studied. <laughs> All right. Like, I studied like day of. Oh, I did study. I studied like day of, like an hour before the test. Gotcha. You know. But I would always ace the test. <laughs> it's just and, a God-given gift. Man. And I was, just, I was just like, I was like, oh, man, I love these numbers. You know, I was like, well, if I'm so good in it, I might as well get a degree in something useful instead of mm. business admin. <laughs> And so that's what um, that's what I'm doing now, man. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like I, I, it was actually cheaper for me to come here than to go to Auburn State. Yeah. In whole, my home state, and go to Auburn was more expensive than to go out of state and come here. Yeah. No. Like, state actually gives better scholarships to people out of state. Yeah. I believe than people in state. So I, I actually got like my out of state waived uh, because of common market because they don't offer AELC uh, major in Alabama. So my out of state was waived. Uh, I had like valedictorian uh, scholarships and then I also had uh, a pretty big one due to my ACT score that helped knock it down a lot too. What is your ACT score? <clears throat> uh, 25. It's nothing okay. spectacular okay. or anything. It's not bad. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. My mine was like twenty six. Yeah. So I'm better than you. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> we know that that matters in life. Yeah. Yeah, we had an amazing school system. <laughs> we had so we have some fantastic teachers, but uh, I'll just be honest. There, there's some things you just don't learn in a small school system, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. I see so many, so many people. Um, that come from like um, small school systems here that are all like in the same accounting classes yep. I'm in and they don't like they don't know how to do math yeah 
you know, they're like, how do you subtract? Yeah. How do you, like, or division, man? They're like, divide. You know, like, how? Do I divide, do I put this number on top or this number on top? You know? Okay, I wasn't quite that bad off. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, but. But, no, I know some people that, like, are that bad yeah. off. That go here, and it's like, it's like I, I don't know how to help you, man. I, I can yeah. teach you accounting, but I can't teach you division. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you you talked about your your call into into ministry and how you really felt like this this is where God was leading you to go and all these things just kind of fell fell together and just kind of, you know, reaffirmed to you that this is where you needed to be. Like can you tell tell me a little bit more about that call? Like how's it changed and evolved over the past couple of years? Yeah, so um <clears throat> My senior year, throughout college, I was, like, kind of a little wild, so to say, which um, a lot of people that went to my high school did not know me. It's that they always knew me as the um, the innocent kid, so to say. But, like, behind the scenes, I, like, was really wild. Yeah. So I was kind of, like, living, like, a double-faced kind of life. <clears throat> and so senior year, like... I kind of got through all of that, and I, like, finally started, like, trying to make my relationship with the Lord, like, really what I said it was, you know? <laughs> These apples are good, man. They are. <clears throat> and so, um, then, while I was praying about what college I should go to with my new newly found, like, love for Christ, which, it, my love for Christ was always there, but it wasn't, like real so to say it was like kind of like a wake up kind of moment you know yeah you you hadn't necessarily really like gotten on fire you know yeah yeah it was like oh yeah i believed in jesus oh do you want to go do this later you know yeah yeah and so while while like I, my passion was like really burning for the lord um and i was praying about what college i should go to like he didn't answer me at first and then i prayed about what he wanted me to do and he told me he wanted me to help fix the christianity i've seen in the south you know which um, I, I've been to several churches, and I know several people now, like, like they're like, oh, I'm Christian. And then they just, like, you know, represent God's name terribly, yeah. you yeah. know. And so that's what God has, like, called me to fix. And I came to state, and first I was looking for, like, religion classes, right? Yeah. And believe it or not, state— There, there are. There's several. Yeah, there are. There are several. But state used to have um, a religion major. Really? Yeah, you could, or not religion major, uh, ministries. Minor? Or uh, we, we uh, have, was a major? Or? Yeah, there is a religion major now Okay. that you can take. Um, I don't think anyone takes it, to be honest. I'm, I'm sure there's somebody. Maybe maybe like two, you know. Uh, I was, otherwise, it wouldn't be a, still be a thing if somebody yeah. wasn't in it. Like, I was, I'm technically majoring in religion, but that's because I haven't, change my stuff on my my state portal yeah um but anywho so i'm like taking learning more about that but like you know you don't really need to take classes and like go to seminary to learn about jesus you don't not that you couldn't benefit greatly no no it it definitely helps it helps like a lot but um i've also been like myself been like pushing myself deeper in the word and learning more from that and then pushing myself in like different situations. So like freshman year, um, I was looking for a church, and I found the church that we go to, the assembly. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I walked in, 
And I, I visited like eight different churches at that point. And as soon as I walked in, I knew I was like, oh, this is a church I want to serve at. And through that, I've been um, literally giving my all in, to that church. Yeah. Like, it's kind of sad for me to say, but I think I think I put more focus into that church than I do on school. <laughs> you know? Well, that's not a bad thing. You uh, got your priorities straight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and so through that, um, I've learned so much about, like, what serving in a church looks like, what the church exactly is. You know, it's not a building, yeah. it's a body. And I've also learned, um, like, I've been learning, I learned the cajon, and I was able to serve on the worship team for a little bit. I learned how to do media, so every now and then I do media, and I learned what it's like from there. Is the cajon the, the box. box? Okay, okay, so the cajon is, because it's come to my attention that people are not educated when it comes to random musical I, I knew people who played it i didn't know what its actual name was yeah so it's like it's this box that people sit on and they just kind of hit it with their hands in a beat and it seems super easy but i can i guarantee you if you sit on it it's going to take at least three sessions sessions for you to figure it out that's well, how, it's how long just it like keeping me. rhythm with drums like it's the same it's the same thing just instead of on a drum it's on the box on the box that is true that's true and now I'm about to learn how to play drums from Zach, who plays drums. Yeah. He's going to help me out every week and just teach me how to play. And also through that, so I, I've been able to, like, learn the different positions uh, in, the, like, a church. Because I know, based on what God has called me to do, like, I'm definitely called to, like, stay in the South mm-hmm. for at least a season, you know. Um, I don't know how long that season would be. I don't know if that would be my entire life. I was fixed to say that season might be 80 years. It might be 80 years, you know. Um, and so then I um, got the opportunity to serve um, at their main campus in Columbus. And so I helped teach some middle school guys in Columbus and just teach them about the word, which they're, like, super smart. Yeah. Like, I was like, all right. You know, they had, like, our questions laid out and everything. I was like, all right, do y'all know about Jesus? And they're like, yeah, of course I know about the Trinity, you know, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, based on, like, Romans 2 and this verse. And did you know it also represents this verse, Holland? And I'm like, Caleb, like, you're, like, you're like 11. Like, what the freak, man? Yeah. And so I've been, I've been like, trying to, like, bump up the questions that, like, I – you know, and I ask them questions now that I like. I struggled with like recently. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, hey man, so, like, if Jesus really does love us, then why does He do this stuff to us? You know, and they're like, ah, oh, because it's all a part of His plan. I'm like, well, freak, man. Like, yeah, they're just little geniuses. But I just, I just love pouring into them because, like, they they're learning still from me, despite you know them growing up in a healthy church and reading their Bible every day and growing up in healthy families, they're still like learning and they still have that like hunger to like learn more. And it's so good, cool to see that in like a child. Yeah. It reminds me of like, it really is a childlike faith because it, for them, it's so simple to them. You know, they don't need to like necessarily understand it. They know it like they get it. They're like, Oh, cause Jesus loves us. Right. You know? Well, it, it's it's so simple. It's it's not childlike in in the sense that it's easy, or the sense that it's uh, oh we're we're supposed to be constantly caught up in awe and wonder all the time, 
you know, because there's going to be times when you struggle, you doubt, yeah. you go through things, you you feel pain. Like people people are going to pass away that you love. You know, it, it's it's going to be tough. Like things might happen to you that you don't know why that yeah. they happen to you. It, it's childlike in in the sense that you just go to him. Yeah. You have to remember that no matter what happens, you can always just walk up to your heavenly father. Just like you could walk up to your dad when you were a child and know that you were safe. You know that you were going to be taken care of. It's the same thing. It's like no matter what happens to me, I know that I can just walk up to my heavenly father. He's going to be there for me and he's going to take care care of me and he's going to get me through it. Yeah. I, I agree, you know, and even if you don't have like a father figure like that, it's that that's just all the more reason to go to him and like experience that fatherly love. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know, we cannot even begin to understand a fraction of it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's amazing. But Jerry, what do you, what about your call into ministry, man? Well, uh, I'll be honest with you. Like I, I'm not a hundred percent sure still where God wants me or what he wants me to do or where he wants me to go or anything like that. Uh, Back when I was 15 years old, I was on a missions trip uh, called World Changers. They still, they're, you know, World Changers is still a pretty big, big thing now. You know, they, it's all over the country. I think they might be trying to branch internationally. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But basically you'll go into a town and, you work on people's houses that either physically can't or can't afford to have the work done. And you just go in there and you, you work on their houses, you love on them, you try to love on their neighbors and stuff like that. So uh, I, I went on that one. I'd already been on like three at that point. I'd already done one in Birmingham and Tupelo, uh, Mississippi at that point. And then this one was in chattanooga tennessee and so while we were there uh the lady that owned the house she was a sweet little black lady she's super nice she was awesome but she she never really would uh stay with us for lunch which the reason i point that out is because i was the devotional leader that week so we would eat our lunch, and then I'd do it with follow up with the devotion. We'd pray, and then we'd get back to work. Um, that entire week, some of the churches that would sponsor the meals and like bring us food and stuff like that, some of them would stay, and they'd listen to the devotion that that God would put on my heart. And I was getting compliments the entire week, like the entire week that man, you're so good. You're going to be a pastor one day. You're, you're going to, you know, teach Sunday school one day. You just speak so well. And I, I was ignoring it because I'd already been told that. I don't know how many times, mm-hmm. like it, because I I'd spoken to the youth group. I'd even at that point, I'm pretty sure I've spoken in front of the church before, like, you know, so I, I was used to that, but I had no desire to go into ministry. Yeah. I was just like, ah, you know, maybe maybe I could work, do a Sunday school class or something like that. That'd be, that'd be nice. 
you know, but then I, I would go and do something else, even though I didn't know exactly what that something else was. I, I was just like, I don't want to go into ministry. I'm not good enough for that. I don't want that on me. And uh, the very last day, we were packing everything up. We were getting ready to go. Uh, like I said, she had never once, the lady that we were working uh, her house for, uh, she came out the last day and I noticed that she quite literally went around me as she was telling everyone goodbye, you know? So I thought that was kind of odd that she just kind of skipped over me, mm -hmm. but it's because she was saving me for last. She came back to me and she grabbed a hold of my hand. And the first thing that kind of caught me off guard was like, man, this little lady shouldn't have this grip like this, you know. So I mean, she was, she wasn't like hurting me or anything, but she, she was, she was very. You could tell she had something important to tell. Yeah. And so, uh, and she, she just looked at me, and she's just like, "God's working in you. God is working in you." She just repeated it, and then she, she looks me dead in the eyes, and goes, "You're gonna be a minister one day, and I hope I'm alive to see it." And it, mm. you know, it just blew me away. I didn't know what was going on. You know, all I could really tell her was thank you. And as, as we were pulling out, she turns back to the, to the van that we were all in backing out of her driveway. And she looks dead at me and she says, don't forget what I told you. And it was later that evening that I, I was like, I, I was so caught up reliving the moment and, uh, I, I was just like, man, there was something about her eyes, you know, that it, it, there was just something about them. And then God revealed to me what it was. And there was a man dressed in white standing in her eyes as she told me that. So, you know, I immediately was like, God, okay, I get the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I was like, I, I get the point. You've been telling me for a long time now, you've been telling me all this week and I've been running from it. I've been fighting it. It's like, I'm not going to fight it anymore. I was like, I know you want me to go into ministry. I don't know why. I don't know where. I don't know when. All I know is that you do. And I said, I'm not going to, you know, deny that anymore. And uh, I also said, please don't ever do that again because it scares the crap out <laughs> yeah, of me. Yeah, man. That sounds pretty scary, man. So, you know, for whatever reason, he's, he's led me here. Uh, I've met a lot of great people. I've met a lot, got a lot of connections made and everything so i'm just kind of waiting on to see what god does next yeah man so you're just still waiting on on that call that he's yeah. giving you that's that's great man that's super cool so guys this has been a wonderful evening or whatever time you're listening to this uh today we have learned about um our love for jesus uh, that you should not start an uh, Instagram photography page. and Or maybe you should. Or maybe you should. And apples. Yep, and apples. Hmm. I'll see y'all next week. <laughs>